Welcome aboard, Captain. Welcome back to Star Trek Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we talk about and celebrate Star Trek III, The Search for Spock, one minute at a time. I'm one of your co-hosts, David Stoker. That makes me your other co-host, Chris LaSalle. Hey, Chris. How's it going? Good. You sounded like you've done that intro a few times. (laughs) One minute at a time. (laughs) One minute at a time. That's what we do. Yes, and we're moving on to minute number 80 today, and this minute starts with uh, McCoy saying, it seems, Admiral, that I've got all his marbles, and I do an awful McCoy. Uh, it ends with Kirk saying, I have what you want. Yes, very, that, now that delivery, he got it. Very, it doesn't quite fit with, the, with, with all the other messages he's giving at that moment. Right. It's like all of a sudden he got all, like, secretive. I have what you want. I have what you want. Um, uh, you said we're minute 80. Um, yes. And I, I know I was talking about offline. I feel like we've been in the 70s forever. Yeah, a little bit. I'm not sure why. <laughs> it's just, it's just, but, uh, so it's nice to be in another number. Uh, anyway. So. So this uh, McCoy finishes up his thought from uh, you know minute 79 mm-hmm. with uh, his mind's a void. And uh, apparently we now know that McCoy has all his marbles. But again. These are the things that we already know, right? Like it, well, these are the things that we know. But these are things that they don't know. Yeah, I, okay. Yeah, you know what? I have to I do have to back up and say you're right. This is this whole time up until this moment or until they arrived at Genesis, yeah. they weren't sure what they were going to find. Exactly. Were yeah, they, they find, didn't Yeah. They they may have thought that they found fully Human, you know, human, fully grown Spock body still dead. Right. Like they did. Did they know that he was, I mean, Savick says, you know, and someone else, you know, a Vulcan and, you know, he doesn't know who he is. Like they had that exchange. So they know that they found Spock and that he's sentient, like I guess alive, alive. But, yeah. but they don't know in what state. Like is he. They have to. I think they have to tell Kirk this so that he knows that the Spock that's on the ground is not Spock. Right. He's not. Not all. It's not. Yeah. The movie's not he's, over. <laughs> yeah. He's not. He's not. We found him. The search is over. Yeah. Let's go home. But now we really need to search for him. Right. Yeah. You're right. I uh, I appreciate you checking me on that because yeah. My God. How many times are they gonna you know beat all this information into us when we know it all, but the, from their perspective, they haven't known it until right. just now. And another chance for McCoy to be funny. <laughs> of course. It's always kind of crack wise. Yep. So, okay, so he, uh, here we go. The, here we get into some of the, let's uh, stretch the logic and suspend our disbelief. So, right. Kirk's like, is there, is there anything we can do? But he, uh, I think oh. it's, I think it's interesting that he he directs his question to McCoy, hmm. not to Savick. Like she's, if anyone would know, she's been on the planet, so she know what she know what's going on on the planet, and she's a Vulcan, so she would know more about whatever they could possibly do than McCoy. Yeah, I think it's just you know he knows, uh, McCoy's his guy, right? 
but Savic, I love that she just you know poof, jumps right in. Right. Uh, and we you know we got to get him off the planet. Uh, his aging's, uh, I love his aging's part of what's going on around us. And so, <laughs> as in all movies, you know, in real right. life, if somebody said that to you, you'd have a million follow-up questions, right? Yeah. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Do you, are you saying that the planet's uh, falling apart because of Spock, or Spock's aging because the planet is, or? Uh, and then, so here's my question for you. Mm. Let get him off the planet. Right. So if we get him off the planet onto a ship, problem solved, or do they have to get him off the planet in a uh, away from Genesis? You know, how how far away does he have to be to break the connection? Oh, so I have. Yeah, that's that was my big <laughs> question. Was the connection like yeah. that's been that's been drilled in us? You know, there's a connection between Spock aging and the, the planet. Yeah. You know, the surging and Spock, and he's got to go through Ponfar, and he's aging is what's going on around us. And that's been a message drilled around that they are connected. They are one one thing that's moving forward. Right. Um, so that's my big question. What happens if they were able to leave the planet? Would Spock die because he's connected to the planet? Would he die? Oh, no. I was just wondering, like, so... You know, like there's a there's a connection to them. So is there? It can't just be a simple like, hey, I'm going to leave. Like, but that's what they I, do. I thought that was I thought that, that was the solution. Ultimately, ultimately, that is the solution. But I just find like that's very unexplained. Like I feel like if you were tied to something, like your aging process, your whole being is now tied to this planet because you it's might just, have DNA in in you from the planet or whatever. Like, yeah. like that's how you became alive is because of the rapid aging, right? Because and, of the or Genesis the de or the de or the de aging or however you want to believe what happened. Yep. Right. Exactly. So he's he's just because he was, I was just going to say born. This is born on Genesis, and Genesis right. is going through all this. You know, and just because he leaves, he's still of Genesis, right? He's still the Genesis wave is still in him and in. in whatever form is left. Um, but wouldn't he continue to age? Yeah, wouldn't he continue? Exactly. I think that's where I'm going, is like, yeah. just because the connection is broken between him and the planet, the planet is gone, like, wouldn't he continue to age? Like, does the connection between them, because it's severed, they no longer, you know, the wave is gone. Hmm. Yeah, because if, okay, so, let's let's just, so, if you get to leave, he gets to leave, and, he, and the connection is broken, and now he's, you know, you know, his clock has just reset, and now he's aging right. normally. So, what if you took like, you know, could you split the planet in half and take <laughs> ha and take half the planet, you know, move half the planet away, and would the would the planet the other half of the planet, you know, explode, and the, and the one you took away be okay and just slow down and calm down and everything? What you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I I know what you're asking, but I, I don't. That's why that's my biggest question is like. If they get him off, like that's her plan, is like, oh, we just have to get away from the planet, and he'll be fine. Like, really? Like that's as simple as that. That's easy. Like, like <laughs> that's easy. Um, yeah, I know. It's I, it's it's. It, I, again, I go back to some of the questions that they, the decision making they've made with this movie. 
let me let me total side note. I have enjoyed this movie more watching it a minute at a time than I ever thought I would because I I didn't give this movie much credit the first few times I had seen it. Okay. So with that with knowing that that I am enjoying this movie and even with all the nitpicking, I just question some of the the choices they make with things like this. Like it's just you they explain movie, cer- they explain certain things, but then they don't explain other things. Like, oh, well, we just need to get them off the planet. Well, what, you drilled into us like how connected they are, and now you're telling me we just need to get them off the planet? You know what we're looking for, Dave? You know what we're struggling with right now? There's not enough techno babble in this movie. Maybe, maybe right? that's they, what it is. They needed to they needed to paste on a few layers of techno babble. So I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, his tachyons and. and I mean, they gave up. They gave us proto matter. And that was a good start, but then they they didn't, you know. What about the proto matter in Spock? Like, is that unstable? Yeah, exactly. Right. Is Spock now banned from you know everything because he's got proto matter in him? You see, they could have used that. They could have they could have used that to a nice subtle effect in the other films. You know, like in, let's say jump to Star Trek six and you know just have a moment of Spock in his in his mm-hmm. quarters and you know he like rolls up his sleeve and he's got like a big hole in his arm or something because. You know, the proto matter is slowly eating away at him now. You know, that would have been cool. See, that would have been a way to connect. But yeah. they could have even, you know, she could have even said, you know, you know, there's only one thing we need to get him off the planet. You know, once he goes through the beaming process, it'll detoxify the proto matter that's in his body and will stop the. Age. <laughs> and I know it sounds stupid. It does. It totally no, sounds stupid. But but that's that gives us more of an explanation to say like, oh, it will break the connection that he has. But she clearly comes out and says, we need to get him off the planet. His aging is part of what's going on around us. So she's, once again, reaffirming the connection that he has. And I know I'm like, I'm hounded on this, but it just, it bothers me. Yeah. I like that, though. They could have used that. The transporter might have, you know, scrubbed scrubbed something out. You know, they always say that there's like biofilters in the, you know, again, going back to Technobabble, there's, you know, Captain, if he just gets through the transporter, you know, he'll be re-encoded and the protomatter will, will die and he'll be able to live out the rest of his Vulcan life as an empty vessel. <laughs> All right. Well, now right, we can that to death. <laughs> I know, we, we can move on. Sorry. <laughs> um, can I – so they get interrupted, right, by the scary hole in the ground? Uh, that has what sounds like the god from Star Trek V in it? Oh, is that what that is? Because I actually had a question mark about the scary noise from the hole. I mean, I think it's like gas escaping, but it makes me think of, you know, the god from. I don't. I, every time I hear it, it always makes me think of, you know. Oh, interesting. Okay. Give me a starship. <laughs> uh, what does God need with starship? No, no, let's not go there yet. It's too soon. I can't wait for that movie. <laughs> I think I actually had a nightmare about that uh, not too long ago. Like, oh my god, we're getting closer to that movie. Um, okay, so yeah, scary the scary hole. Um, yeah, fire. I, I don't know. Yeah, I guess fire. Uh, sinkhole that then spontaneously bursts into flame. That's kind of scary. Well, they, well, I think it's all the gas escaping from the menacing voice. Yeah. <laughs> menacing voice. Oh, Chris. The menacing voice hole. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so then that prompts Kirk to find a communicator. Well, does it? Or is it the noise that's emanating from it? Yeah, you mentioned that offline that there was, there was a... I hear like this weird noise. It's like a techno, techno you know, woo. 
and I feel like it's like he's prompted to hear that, and he's like the only one who can hear it because he looks down at the communicator. Everyone else is looking at him. Yeah, you know, uh, I the the sound. Uh, you know, I had to go back and, and listen for it. The, the sound you were talking about. And yeah. The more I listen to that sound, the more I think of uh, McCoy's medical sensor from the original series. <laughs> it sounds that, that's what it sounds to me like when he's you know when he does a little scan over your body. Uh, but yeah, I think I, I think you're right. I think, I think that's, I think he heard a sound and that's what prompted him to look down and pick it up. Yeah. Pretty smart, Dave. Pretty smart. So, in the, you know, we're on minute 80 and Kirk still doesn't even know the Klingon's name. He says Klingon commander. Yeah. This is Admiral James C. Kirk. I'm alive and well on the planet surface. And we get a great shot of my son after he's been told he can't have something with his hands on his head. <laughs> oh, I mean, we see Krug. <laughs> yeah, is, is Krug... So, what we know of Klingons, um, he, he just lost his crew, right? Just minutes ago, with mm. the, the Enterprise blowing up. Um, now... We know later on it's it's been you know uh, the Klingons of character development that when when there's a when a Klingon dies they usually all freak out and you know they 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 yell to the sky right they have that right. kind of uh, death yell or I'm not sure what the, the term is. Um, do you think Krug already did that and this is after and he's just kind of you know uh, mourning uh, or do you think they just He's been doing this since the ship blew up. I feel like he's been doing this since the ship blew up. He's like, man, I got effed in the A. <laughs> oh, God. Like, he, like, his whole grand, you know, plans have gone completely down the tubes. Yeah, now he's like, all I've got is malts. Yeah, he's literally, all he's got is malts. And he's like, his hands are in his. Uh, you know, his head's in his hands, and he's like, oh, boy, he's like, if this ever gets back to the Klingon Empire, I am done for. <laughs> like, I had these grand plans of strolling in with the ultimate weapon, and I was going to take over the universe and be the head Klingon, and now I got malts. Yeah, no, that's a good point. That You know, he's uh, hadn't thought about that, that even though he's been... Obviously, just defeated, lost his crew and stuff. But then there's yeah. longer term repercussions for him. You know, he'll be he's been presumably dishonored by this act. Oh, I would think so. Right? And like if he's yeah, if he's still. And I know we've had some discussion about this, whether he's a rogue Klingon just doing this on his own, or if he's part of the Klingon Empire. Like if he's part of the Klingon Empire and he has been doing this as a member of the Klingon Empire, yeah, he's in he's in some serious trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Where's your crew? Uh, funny story about that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's uh, yeah. I feel I feel for him. I guess a little bit, not a ton, but makes me wonder what I'd like to see what that aftermath is. Um, but he's not gonna. He's got nothing to lose now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, well, did he have anything to lose before? <laughs> Just his crew. <laughs> Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, he again. He made the idiotic mistake of sending everyone over. Right. Even after, um, you know, Torque said, you know, there's, you know, we'll be outnumbered. Right. Right. 
We are Klingons. Like, yeah, we are Klingons. All right. Uh, so I like Kirk's... Um, I would like to see a montage of Kirk... Uh, not, a, not a montage, a supercut of Kirk uh, taunting his, mm. uh, his rival on a communicator because he must he doesn't he do this all the time I mean, we just saw him do it uh, you have to come to back us. here <laughs> you know <laughs> but you keep missing the mark yeah, yeah right it's exactly that um, yeah it's the classic Kirk taunt yeah c'est la vie yeah which yeah then, his he is totally needling when he's like our ship was the victim of an unfortunate accident sorry about your crew my friend <laughs> But as we say on Earth, say love Now that need, I don't understand why the directing choice here. When when he says say love that would have been a perfect time to cut back to Krug and get his reaction to that because it's you know definite burn, right? And it would be good to see you know Krug stand up and be like, oh, I'm going to get that guy. Um, I don't know, another missed opportunity, I think. But we get. We literally get five blank faces, or I'm sorry, four blank faces and a confused look from Savick. Savick doesn't get the joke. I don't think Savick gets the joke at all. Like, she's like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, do you think they're, what are they, what is his crew thinking right there? This like, what, what's his plan now? Like, they must all be thinking, like, what are you doing, idiot? That is the only ride around. We are literally blowing up here. The planet is disintegrating. Voices are emanating. What What do you – why would you do that? Yeah, be nice to the guy. Ask him for a ride. <laughs> yeah, and then we get to, you know, I have what I want. I have what you want. I have – oh, well, I was actually going to make a joke. Like, I have Genesis, but that is what – that's the actual line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Dex Minute, he says that. Like, yeah, I have does. what you want. Um, but you're going to have to come down here. That's what I'm waiting for is the next thing is, yeah. you know. Came for rematch? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm laughing at your superior intellect. That's a, that takes us to the end of this minute, too. That was a, these seem like fast minutes. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I think a lot happens here, um, you know, between learning things we already know and... <laughs> Uh, you know what they need to do, and Kirk making some uh, needle jabs at Krug, and then ultimately, in the end, I have what you want. I just okay. I have a final thought, um, and I'm going to need you to go back to uh, second ten through twelve. Okay. Uh, when it's Savic talking to uh, Kirk. And if you just kind of rock back and forth in those seconds and look at the background. Okay, hang on a second. Yeah. Yeah. Watch the background while they're... Do you see... Do you see everything rocking? Um... Is that... Don't tell me that's like... Is that like a sheet or something? Or is it like the two people that are holding the set in place are like... God, how long do we have to hold this panel up? I don't know. It's... At first, I thought when I when I noticed it, I thought I was like, "Oh, is this like a composite shot of like you know, Kirk's on one side and Savick's on another, and it's just like they just they have you know two different backgrounds and they're not syncing up properly?" But I'm pretty sure they're both there. Yeah, no, but the, but the I, I think it's just I think it's just the Earth is like they're they're simulating that the Earth is like going through a convulsion. Okay, 
it's just, it does look it does look weird. It literally looks like two people holding like yeah. rock panels behind them, and like one of them like moves, and you can see it definitely move. Yeah, and they're moving differently, so it's not yes. like they're in sync or anything. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that was my uh, uh, question mark for the minute. Um, just a, just a weird weird shot. Things you don't normally see. So, uh, anything else for this minute, sir? Uh, that's it. That's it. All right. Me too. All right, folks. Uh, if you are looking for us online, uh, probably the best place to go is out to Facebook, and you can join the Star Trek Minute Listener Federation, uh, which is a group we've got set up uh, where everybody can come and uh, yip yap about the, uh, the the minutes. Uh, we're talking about uh, Search for Spock right now, but uh, we'll talk about anything. So Star Trek Discovery is a pretty popular one uh, as well, uh, but we'd love to hear from you and uh, head on over and, and, and join the group. It would be great. Um, and yeah, we're going to be back again on Friday talking about Minute 81 of the search for Spock here at the Star Trek Minute. Bye now. Bye. Bye.